Okay, let's start up. It is, what is it? It is January 3rd. Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast, everyone. Uh, it's a new year. Happy new year. If I haven't uh, said it to you guys before, if, if you haven't heard it, I'm one of these guys, just a little side note before I start the show. I'm one of these guys that I'll give it, I'll give you till like the first week into the new year, like January 7th, maybe the 8th. But after that, I don't want to meet you on the 10th or the 12th and you'd be telling me happy new year. Call me. I know Franklin's going to say I'm a, I'm a Grinch for New Year's or something, whatever the equivalent of a Grinch is for New Year's. But it's just, you know, <laughs> sometimes, have you ever been where you've, and tell me guys, you guys are in my panel, tell me, like, have you ever been like three weeks into January, sometimes in the February, and someone meets you for the first time and they say Happy New Year? I, I get it. it is in March. <laughs> oh, it's like, come on. It's like, I know you haven't seen me since last year, but there's no need yeah. to say Happy New Year all now the time. Now that I know that, Dax, that's the worst thing you could tell me. Oh, yeah, Every you're... time I see you, and be like, Happy New Year. It's going to be like December next year. Happy New Year, Dad. Oh, great. He's got a new hashtag coming, Dad. I know, I know. <laughs> to, to pepper the, the, the Twitter feeds with now. <laughs> I would expect it this year, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, true. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Yeah, we have a packed panel with, with us tonight. Obviously, me here, I, I'm the boring, usual person. But to my far... Uh, not my far, but no, to my to my right or your right, my left, we have Franklin Mother Frunker. Thanks for joining us, Franklin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man of few words. We have a new special guest that hasn't been on the show tonight or or ever, but he's his first time tonight. His name is Dan, also known as Northern Tesla. Welcome to the show, Dan. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for joining us. Never need to thank me for having you. Just I always want to thank my guests. Uh, immensely for coming on and taking time out of your busy schedule, your lives and families and everything to join us. Uh, we have Ryan, Nerds for Hire. Ryan, I see you're in your car. Uh, are you miming us again tonight? No, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, last, I last think that time. was an attempt at jazz hands. The jazz hands? Sure. Oh, oh so maybe, maybe. Can we, can we go through Ryan's history of <laughs> being on the podcast? Uh, yeah. The Ryan. first time he was on here, uh, Carl Arm. <laughs> that's right that's right yeah. the second time i his wi-fi disconnected or something or the audio was like forget uh, about it oh it was crackly yes it was yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yep yeah. yep remember that yep I, and third time's a charm is what they say or no a couple no comes in threes no there was an actual third time where yeah his audio was out or his video one of the was out and yeah. he just had to be in, uh, an onlooker yeah it's my so, audio for the whole time oh do see do, do you do tech stuff for a living <laughs> okay Don't it, that. it was cracking up a little bit there so if you have to like uh come off the stream and reboot your um your vic 20 and come back in uh, go go right ahead if you have to and then come back we won't hold that against you and last but not least i don't want to leave this good this guy is like he he needs no introduction but i will anyways paul aka tesla connect thanks oh. for joining us buddy <laughs> you look around. <laughs> Paul Paul comes and goes every now and then whenever he can uh, fit us in his schedule and once again, my can... wife as I can when it's this late. Well, I didn't want to I didn't want to tell everyone at home that but that's, that's okay. Me. She's, that's, she's but, most likely not watching. <laughs> <laughs> one day returns, we'll know why. <laughs> one day I want to get I want to get the spouses on. Uh, I think I told you, Franklin, about this this uh, idea. I want to get the sp- spouses on one day, <laughs> and if we all Ryan. talk about the. Sorry, was that Paul? Sorry, Ryan's eyes went. 
<laughs> no, no, no. But but I want to get everyone's all the spouses take on Tesla and how we're, you know, it, you can say obsessed. I know my wife calls it obsession, an obsession, but we know we're just, you know, avid Tesla fans, right? Fan, fanboys, whatever. But I want to also get them on to have their take on the Cybertruck and hear from someone that knows about it, hears about it probably every day, but has no interest in it. Or maybe they do have an interest. So one of these days I'm going to get uh, the wives on and we'll just pull up a chair right next to us. And uh, I know my wife has a lot to say about it. So I'm hoping uh, your, your spouses do too, or your other house. So we'll do that one of these days. If anyone at home watching, don't take my idea. Uh, so you guys are doing good? Everyone had a good New Year's? Yeah. Hanson yeah. Arnie, you guys uh, heard all the Tesla news since since the New Year's, all the stuff that we're going to talk about? The, the best thing that's come out to Tesla, honestly, is that Polytopia game. It's so good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Yes. Dan, 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 Dan did, did a great video. If yeah. you don't know how to play it, uh, check out Dan's uh, channel, Northern Tesla. He has a how-to video for old people like Dax out there. Yep. Yep. I was going to say, I was going to, thanks for the introduction there, uh, Franklin. I was going to do that. I was going to say, Dan, if you guys don't know, Dan started up a, a YouTube channel. Uh, it's, it's in its infancy, but it's, it's getting there. And the content that he puts out is great. Um, Dan, why don't you take, like we do for all our new guests, why don't you take a minute or two just to introduce yourself and tell everyone that's at home or watching um, live, or even if they're listening to the podcast at a later time, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I, uh, that's good. Really okay. Moving right along. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I have a really long commute. So I was always interested in EVs. Uh, and then I didn't really look into it, but when Tesla started coming out with the self-driving, that's where I really got into it. Um, so I bought my car last year, loved it every minute. And of course, uh, every Tesla owner has to start a YouTube channel. It's in the contract. Um, <laughs> so I do have a history and a background in film. So uh, my current job right now doesn't allow me to be creative. So I really want to do something creative. I finally had a passion to be able to do something with. So I started a channel and, uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, I hear you. Sometimes our lives and busy schedules and things in our careers, um, sometimes don't let our creative, um, juices flow and stuff like that. So what, what Tesla, sorry, I might've missed it, but I don't think you said it. What, what Tesla do you have? Uh, Model 3, uh, SR Plus. And when did you get that? Uh, last year, so just over a year. Yeah? How do you like it? Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like just the, the commute is this, it just changes your life. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, like I have an hour drive, and right now it's like you get home from work, and I'm not tired at all. As opposed to before, yeah. 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 Now, do you have FSD or autopilot or enhanced autopilot? Uh, FSD the whole way, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, nice. so everyone here has FSD except for, well, never mind. <laughs> Every time. Now, no wonder the guy doesn't want to come back. I love <laughs> Franklin. Ryan. I love Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> hey, Ryan, how you doing? So, just you for know. those who are watching, Ryan does not have <laughs> even autopilot. We tried. We tried our hardest, what is it, a year, year and a half ago. We tried to get a little uh, uh, GoFundMe going. Mm -hmm. okay. I was the highest donator on that, too. So you were the I'm only allowed, donator. <laughs> I'm allowed to make jokes. Okay. I tried uh, helping you. I tried supporting you. You tried. I got. You got what? Sorry, your 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 audio is messed up again. <laughs> you got, got what? Threat. You got death threats. Oh, well, we, your wife doesn't count because that's daily. 
okay, let's get it. I, I know not all of us can uh, stick with the uh, show the entire night. So let's get to the news quickly because I want to get everyone's input. And really, you know what? Like I, I said to you guys before, we really have let – me, let me look at the topics here. We have three topics. Three topics, but they're – Big news in the Tesla world. They're probably the three biggest topics that uh, have been on everyone's mind in the last few days since New Year's or even just a little bit before. So I figured we might as well talk about it. Well, last week, and I didn't have a show, and I want to apologize that I didn't have a show last week, and I told you guys the last episode I was just before Christmas. It's Christmas, and family and stuff like that happens, so I apologize if anyone was waiting for a show, both of you guys, but we didn't have one. So we're here now after the New Year's, and um, there was stuff with Apple, and I wanted to have a, a, a episode where we talked about that whole Apple uh, rumor and how it just blew up into something huge. And maybe if we got time, we can talk about it a little bit tonight, but let's just concentrate on the three main topics that we've got. You guys good? Yeah, and yeah, I think it's a good yeah. opportunity, uh, Dax, for you to show off your Christmas present, those uh, nice new uh, cans that you're wearing there. Do you want to talk about that? My headphones? Yeah. Yeah, well, I've always wanted – and no, I'm just kidding. No, these, just before, <laughs> we were – one of the reasons, many, probably the reason that, that I was late starting this live podcast, folks, is I couldn't find my headphones. Truth be told, the ones I usually wear, the black and red ones, they're not even mine anyways. They're my son's. So I stole my daughter's. So these are my daughter's rose gold and white headphones. Uh, I apologize if this triggers anybody, but last minute, <laughs> last minute. I think, they, I think they look good, Dax. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Um, first topic, I, I think, you know what, if we were to start with any other topic like the Model Y or the Model S refresh, it would be bearing the lead and it, we wouldn't be talking about the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room, quite frankly, is something that I just ended up losing here. <laughs> the elephant in the room is, of course, the, uh, the, the numbers, the, the delivery numbers. Now, Anyone that doesn't know, anyone that's watching this should know. I mean, we, you're, you're Tesla fans. You're, you're watching this small little tiny podcast or you're listening to it. So you should know the numbers came out. Uh, did they come out today or yesterday? Yesterday, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Yesterday? Today. Uh, today is January 3rd. So, okay, maybe they came out today. That I was more I read about it yesterday, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. One of the two they came out. And uh, it talks about the 500,000 count uh, now. Some people argue whether it was production or delivery. I think it was delivery, but it's the 500,000 guidance, I guess you could say, the guidance. And Tesla did it. In my opinion, and, and this is where we need, I need to talk to you guys about this because there's some debate, and I've seen some articles today where they talk about, oh, Tesla failed. They didn't do it. And in other articles where it's more realistic, in my opinion, and you know where I stand on, on this already just from that, is that some articles were more positive saying, yeah, Tesla did it, 500,000. And the reason why there's controversy is Tesla was trying to, in case anyone doesn't know, Tesla has been trying to get to reach the half million uh, delivery mark of 500,000 for 2020. Keep in mind, there was a pandemic, a shutdown of almost two months, and they came up, the final delivery numbers, they came up, let me let me pull it up right here so you guys can see, and I'll go, anyone that's watching at home, I'll go full screen for you guys. This article, obviously, thanks to the Drive Tesla Canada and Darren, puts awesome articles together. Here, here are the numbers. Now, production, the total production with, with all their cars uh, was 
<clears throat> pardon me, uh, for for this quarter, the last quarter was one one hundred seventy nine thousand seven hundred fifty seven. That's production. Their deliveries were one hundred eighty thousand five hundred seventy. So obviously, just like every every uh, quarter, there's a certain amount of cars that are in transit that don't get counted. They're produced, but don't get counted to the delivery numbers because they're in transit. So obviously, there was um, there was a quite a quite a few in in transit from last quarter that were able to be counted this quarter because they didn't make as much as they delivered. So I would obviously tell you that's what happened uh, for the year. Let's look at the year numbers, and I'm going to blow it up here. Uh, both S and X and Model Three and Y uh, combined. I'm not going to break down the the separate numbers for you, but total production. 509,737. That's that's incredible that they produced, they manufactured that many cars in Fremont. We're looking at basically Fremont and Shanghai. The deliveries, and this is where the controversy comes in. Uh, uh, jump in there anytime, guys, if you want to correct me on something. But the deliveries, 499,550 delivered cars. So remember I said that 500,000? They were short by 450. But... There's a, there's a big but here because, and play the Sir Mix-a-Lot sound in the background for all you guys that know what I'm talking about. The, the big but is that there is, you know, some factor of error um, and it's a point, uh, it's 0.5% uh, factor of error. So if you just look into that, you know, you could say that they weren't because I think it was quarter two the pandemic quarter when they had the shutdown, they actually came in and um, when they actually uh, did their earnings call from when they actually announced it, they were actually uh, 0.2 or yeah, 0.2 more than they actually uh, said originally. So when they finally do tally, cause these are just estimates, you know, it's, it's a, a rounding error is what they call it, a rounding error. And they, if they count from the 500,000 or the 499, 550, and they used a 0.5 rounding error, 0.5%. Uh, there, there could be a discrepancy either way of 2,500 cars. They only need 450. So 450 out of that 499. I, I was I, I, go ahead. I'm not so sure that it's it's a margin of error thing. I think that at the end of the quarter, they still have to go through a lot of the uh, sales to determine uh, if they can be counted, right? So there's criteria, there's accounting criteria, whatever uh, Tesla's um, criteria is yep. as to whether they can count a car or not. So sometimes it's really obvious, right? That the car has been delivered to the end customer and it's clean and simple. And then there's probably, this is where the 0.5 comes in, where there's some contracts that need to be manually reviewed to see whether or not they can be counted uh, as delivery. So I think I, I, I could never see this number going down, No, but I could see it going up. And I think it will uh, by the time they actually officially release their, um, their Q4 results. No, you're exactly right. Paul. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're exactly right. That's exactly what my point is. I can't see it going down because I think by the numbers that they initially put out today is erring on the side of caution, just being the the worst case scenario type of thing. But you're right to to just make up those five five hundred or four hundred and fifty cars to bring us over, bring it over five hundred thousand. They only need less than 001 percent of that whole, you know, error error of margin. And, 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 and even error. so, I mean, 
Yeah, there's a term that I always use a lot, and that's mouse nuts, right? Mouse so, nuts. <laughs> mouse nuts. So 500,000 subtract 499,550 equals mouse nuts. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. So, in other words, it's so immaterial that you know, de facto, they they made their goal, right? And I, I can't see how anyone would argue or could argue otherwise. Um, you know, it's just silly. Well, I think Omar's, Omar uh, made a good tweet, and this is when his Twitter account was active. He said, "If your child comes up to you and says, hey, 'Hey, I'm gonna do a painting.'" And they paint some pictures. They're like, yeah, I'm going to sell these pictures. And you, they say, at the end of the year, I'm going to sell, you know, a thousand of them. But in five years, I'm going to sell half a million of them. And you're like, yeah, okay, it's your kid, right? You don't think they're going to sell that many. And five years down the line, they sell 400, they sell 500 short of their half a million goal. Still extremely impressive uh, from where they started. And uh, I know I'm probably, like, misquoting uh, Omar's uh tweet incorrectly but the whole premise is, is like they're so close to it where does the 500 really make it or break it uh the 500,000 is such a like it's not a random number but it's not it doesn't matter right it's, it's, it's insignificant it is it's yeah. Not, yes yeah. <laughs> you have to factor in the pandemic too yeah i think the only thing that matter is yeah and i and i i I want to hear what you have to say on that because I know you're a big uh, Wall Street or uh, stock guy, Ryan. Uh, so let me know what you think about it, but I might need to cut you off because your audio is cutting in. Is it just me, guys, or can you hear his audio? Try it again, Ryan, and if not, I'll, I'll, I'll stop you and see what you can do in the background there. But I want to – Ryan, I'm sure all you guys on the panel are, are big uh, – I, I'll say I'm not, but I'm sure you guys are big stock guys and know more, way more than I do. But I know Ryan, he's got this down pat. I've talked to him offline numerous times and he just blows my head about that kind of stuff. So I want to get your take on what <laughs> what the um, – come Monday, come tomorrow, what's what's our, uh, Wall Street going to do? Well, nobody – can you hear me okay? No, you're still cutting out, buddy. Okay. See, see what you did. See, see if you can disconnect, uh, reboot whatever device you have, and, and try that. See if it is. I have a feeling it's your car. With all the stuff in the car, it may be messing your, um, your signal. Are your windows down? <laughs> Not that, I don't know if that'll make a difference. But So Darren said he did some rough math. I actually want to share this tweet because it didn't get a lot of traction. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, share it. Uh, share away. So Tesla hits quarter run rate of 180,000 to exit 2020 uh, and with Model Y line, uh, line now in operating in China the run rate for quarter one could increase to roughly 230,000 and growing as Tesla and Tesla produced, uh, produced 250,000 in China uh, Model Y in 2021 so 720k plus 250k gets them to 970k in 2021 before adding Austin and Berlin and yep. Uh, to go along with what Darren was saying, because he uh, just left a comment, uh, without the factory shutdowns for the seven weeks and China for a couple of weeks, they'd likely produce over 600,000 cars instead of the 509,000 uh, number, right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, like like uh, Dan was saying, the shutdown for two months. So if that didn't happen, yeah. Um, yeah. Dan, Dan and uh, Darren are exactly right. Who knows? And 
Yeah, I, that's what I I also want to uh, take, get from you guys while we're waiting for Ryan to get back, see if his audio is any better. What do you guys think? Knowing the numbers now, knowing that they achieved the five hundred thousand, knowing that's strictly on Shanghai and and majority Fremont. Keep in mind, and this will be our next topic. I, I don't want to jump the gun, but keep in mind that the Model Y just opened up in Shanghai, and the numbers so far in the last couple of days have been astronomical uh, for their like re reservations. A hundred thousand in the first hour. In the first ten hours or, or something. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. They, yeah. So and and Berlin. It'll be a soft opening, and they'll they'll take a while to ramp up. But that's supposed to be opening this year. So, like Darren says, without uh, without Berlin and and Austin, because hopefully Austin can get up and running and maybe trickle out a few cars before the end of the year. We're looking at almost a million. Like I would have been happy with eight hundred thousand, uh, and and that's my that's my take on it. But now seeing how um. Uh, Darren's put it into perspective. What do you guys think the numbers are for next year? If you had to guess, and no one's going to hold you to it, but it, we're all we're all just doing a little friendly thing here. Let's let's see what the numbers can be. I go uh, eight fifty. Yeah. Okay, Dan says eight fifty. What do you 50. say, Franklin? No, what were you? That's over eight hundred. Uh, no, I was thinking eight hundred, but after okay. um after uh Darren put out those numbers in in the nines, close to close to a million. You know what? I, I I'll say because. This is Elon, right? This is Elon we're talking about. He's gonna push, push, push. So I'm gonna say they're gonna do a million. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sound crazy. So Dax is a million. Dan is eight fifty. Paul. Uh, man, it's just like I don't know voodoo science, but I'm gonna go yeah. with seven hundred and forty-nine thousand. Oh, you're you're playing the prices right, eh? One yeah, dollar, no. Bob. <laughs> That's what I'm just about to say. I'm gonna guess one car. Eight fifty-one. You know, but it, it, but, but we really, can't go over Franklin. <laughs> you got to remember, there's there's two sides to the equation, right? So there's how many cars can they produce, right? And then there's what's demand. So I mean, you know, the hype tells me that there's probably still a lot of pent up demand out there. We've got the Cybertruck, which may begin production towards the end of 2021. Hopefully, Please. deliveries as well. Um, but I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to go with the 749. Are you saying they have a demand problem? They, they do, do not have a demand problem. No, no, no. no <laughs> but, they, but, they do have a demand problem. Well, it, it depends on how you look at it, right? So if they're trying to get from 500,000 to a million, right, you know, maybe demand needs to be part of that um, discussion and part of that equation. But I think to get to 749, from what I see in terms of, the chatter in the communities and all this type of stuff. I mean, I think the demand's there to get them to 749 almost assuredly. See, here's here's the thing, right? And uh, our buddy Mark brought this up. He said the 500K number is so special uh, because the growth, growth rate is impossibly large over the past few years. Uh, and the number of uh, short sellers who've been quoted uh, in the last couple of weeks that were quoted like, Elon, uh, Elon said this number in, you know, like four years ago, and they're like quoting him at the time saying it's impossible for them to get that high. Uh, it's kind of neat to see all these uh, short sellers getting uh, quoted from like three years ago, two years ago, saying like if Tesla achieved that number, they'd be like the largest growth company in the history and blah, blah, blah. And we're actually seeing it now, which is kind of nuts, right? So. Um, yeah, I think that's what makes it so special is that uh, what Elon said about four years ago, he predicted it, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like how many how many people? I mean, I'm guessing, but 
how many CEOs out there would you know, take it upon themselves and be that ballsy and make that kind of prediction. And because we're Tesla fanboys here, we hold them to it. And of course, the market holds them to it. And lo and behold, he delivers in 2020. I mean, t we all know Elon has his pride, right? So I'm sure his <laughs> pride had a lot to do with the drive for it. Some other uh, CEOs would have been like, yeah, you know, and I said it, who cares? If we do, we do. We do. If we don't, we don't. But we've got Ryan back. Ryan, unmute yourself there for a second and see. Uh, let, let's do a test. <laughs> Or, or you're you're shaking your head like no, you know already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because you guys are cracking when I talk. Yeah, can you hear me okay? I can hear you better. Sound any you, better? You, you broke up. You're not cracking, but your your signal broke up a little bit there. But okay, just go for it. Like, let me know, and and if we have to stop you, we'll we'll stop you, and we'll get you just to type in your response or something and mail it in. But let me know what you All think right. of, of the street. What, what's going to happen tomorrow? About uh, well, I think the very it's very anal the way they look at things. Um, so if you don't make the projected number, then they're gonna say that they didn't make it. You know. So if you yeah. if you say you're gonna hit 500, but that's not what they're expecting anyways. I think Wall Street is actually estimating a lower number than 500,000. I think 500,000 is Elon's estimate. Yeah. Okay. But because Elon's been touting this, or because we all in the, in uh, you see on Electric and you see on uh, Drive Tesla Canada and all these uh, uh, other websites making such a big deal about five hundred thousand because we're holding on to Elon's every last word and every last tweet, we're making a big deal about it. Will they turn around and and the analysts make a big deal about this? Like basically tomorrow when this market opens, do you see it going up or down? It'll probably go up um, and that's because the Wall Street's estimates are lower, but the shorts are going to attack Elon for not making 500000 Who cares? I don't care about the shorts. The shorts are so – I mean, they always were in my opinion, but even more so, they're, they're so insignificant now. They're just like a fly on your back that's just annoying now. Not even that. They're, they're, they're less than that now. So I don't care about the shorts. I care about – well, be, before the shorts – were able to, in my opinion, affect the stock. And I don't know how they weren't in jail, but apparently, or they weren't fined, but it's apparently Elon says something and he gets fined, which I totally agree with. He, he said what he said, and he probably should have. Why these shorts for the last few years haven't been, it's a separate issue. Um, but I don't think, like you said, they can't affect the, the stock now because they're so insignificant. But I'm just curious if, I want to get your take on it, whether you think it'll go up or down, and you say it's going to go up. That's, that's good news. So from my experience, uh, I, I think so. I mean, from my experience being a stockholder of Tesla, anytime they have good news, the stock goes down. Anytime mm -hmm. they have bad news, the stock goes up. Well, I know, and and that's that's why I'm so I'm so not nervous. Nervous is the wrong word, but I'm so curious to know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's hard to predict. Well, right? there's um, a lot of factors for tomorrow. It's it's a new year. Yeah. Yeah, but and but it's like what Ryan said. Here's the thing, right? If Wall Street's initial target was half a million. Uh, it doesn't matter that they're one short. Wall Street sees it as they were short. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't know what their sure. initial prediction was. Uh, but I do know that if that was their target, it doesn't matter how well you do. If you're out, you're out. Um, some good examples like uh, Apple and Google had quarters where they're posting, you know, four or five billion dollar profit. And 
they were just short of Wall Street's target. So, you know, price of stocks went down, even though they're literally profiting in the billions, right? Just because they didn't hit target, that's just kind of how it works, right? Yeah. Um, so. What, okay, let me, before we, and, and we can keep talking about this as much as you guys want, because this is big news, but um, if we are going to move on, before we move on, I want to hear from um, Dan, and I want to hear from Paul. What, what do you guys, what's your take on tomorrow? You think it's going to go up or down? I think it's going to go down. Just because, like, look at Battery Day, how it went down right after, even though there was tons of stuff, and then the, the third quarter reduction. Earnings uh, calls. Yeah, deliveries was record numbers, and it still went down, so. I think it's just going to go down. I, I, I personally think, uh, you know, full disclosure, back in a former life, I was a financial analyst. <laughs> Were you? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like if you look at the what, what's called fundamental analysis, where you're looking at the actual financial statements, right? And I just looked it up, so I had an accurate number. So um, Tesla's price earnings ratio is... Uh, <laughs> 1,398 um, by comparison, Apple's is 40.51. Uh, uh, so if, if you're a fundamental uh, analyst and you're looking at these numbers, right? And if I was you know, a betting person, I'd say that the stock's gonna go down, but trying to predict Tesla uh, and stock movement has been <laughs> you know, a crazy science because by any, like, you know, I don't know if anyone out there has heard about the tulip bubble right? But there was this uh, tulip mania thing that uh, everyone was buying up tulips or something back in the 1600s, I think it was, and then it just fell off a, a cliff, right? So at some point in time, I think there's going to be some type of an adjustment. And it's just, it's to me, it's a matter of when. So if, if anybody was thinking of buying today, I wouldn't say don't buy, but I would say, listen, you know, this is your part of your portfolio. This is that 5% that you could flush down the toilet because it could go either way. Is what I'm saying, right? Now, as a Tesla fan, I hope it goes, you know, keeps going up. But as a financial analyst, I don't see how it's possible. That's the thing, right? Paul, Paul, where were you last week? I need you could have given me that advice. (laughs) Here's the thing, Paul, you're right. Because every single uh, financial, like if you read all their financials, uh, realistically, it should go down. And I say that as like a massive fan holding shares. Uh, Yeah. But they break every single. like mold, mold or, what, or yeah. trend or whatever you want to call it. Every single um, like w- way you should read stocks, they break every single mold or uh, you know it, it's such a unique stock. Um, so I feel yeah, like and, it's and one like, of those things that they're gonna like. I can see it being studied in schools, you know, in years years to come. Like yeah. check out this stock, right? Like what happened here? Because uh, it's so unique. It's such a unique case study, right? Yeah, when they're teaching the stock market history, they'll be like, "This is what normally happens," and then they'll ha- they'll devote one whole subject or one whole day to the Tesla effect. But this is what could happen. <laughs> I could just see it now. But no, you know what? Uh, you know what, so, Paul? I, so I, just... I hope it doesn't. Go ahead, Ryan. No, that, that that's, I was that's say, a true. So statement. I just looked it up, and Washington. Yeah. Acts... Go ahead, Ryan. You're a little, you're a little delayed, but go ahead. I was gonna say, um, yeah, yeah. I looked it up, and Wall Street was actually expecting 174,000 uh, delivered, and Tesla did 180,000. Oh, that's good. Okay. 
Okay, well, you know what? Fingers crossed, and and we'll see what happens. I mean, we're all speculating, and we're not experts here, uh, but we're all speculating, and it's just fun. But Paul, you know what? You're you're I. I see where you're coming from, and it's very educated, especially knowing now that you've had a background in this kind of stuff. Uh, but I hope you're wrong. So let's move on. I hope I was gonna say I, I, I bet you hope you're wrong too. Yeah. yeah. We'll bring up one last thing. What's uh, that? Where was it? There how much? How much stocks you have? No, no, I'm not bringing that up. Okay. Don't forget <laughs> the China Model Y news could be a positive for the stock. And that was my segue. Yeah, there that's you go. A, that, that's exactly right. Thanks, Darren. Get you on the show and, and complete the 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 thing here. Yeah, that's exactly right. It could be uh, if if the analysts or the shorts want to make this whole five hundred thousand uh, a negative thing. Well, you know what? We can counter that with the uh, Model Y in Shanghai being being now actually delivered and released i mean the if I, if i'm not mistaken guys the uh deliver not the delivery the uh, design uh web page was up for a little bit and people were able to put in their orders and design it and stuff like that but now that it's actually up and running and deliveries have started uh yeah i think i heard correctly a hundred thousand in 10 in 10 hours it was something crazy like that so with the model y there's some Big changes coming in Shanghai. And as we know, anything that happens in Shanghai now, I guess it's a good test bed. And you guys tell me why you think it is, um, why it happens in, Shang in in China first, and then it comes to, to North America. Is it because they their manufacturing prowess is, is so that they can adjust to change and adapt to change a lot quicker than here at Fremont? Like, before we go any further, tell me, what, what do you guys think? Do you think that's why they do it? Or do you think it's a smaller market and Tesla figures they'll test it out there first? Anybody? Anybody? Well, I don't think it's I a smaller it, market. Yeah. yeah? I think it might be less uh, less coverage than in the States. If they mess up in the States, everyone's going to hear about it, right? Yeah, True. True. Yeah, I see what you mean, and and maybe they can learn from their mistakes of if there are any in Shanghai, and they can bring it forward to to where think, it really counts. I think it's probably easier, faster, and cheaper to retool their factory there. Okay. Um, where they can actually implement the changes a little bit faster. Where it's easier to test something, you can implement the change faster because then if it doesn't work, you can always go back. Uh, probably a lot easier, especially because the government there is very supportive of Tesla. Uh, so they're very supportive of, like, look how fast their factory went up. I think it was, like, record speed, right? So for them to, like, retool a harsh portion of the factory if they have to get permits or whatever it may be, uh, you have to imagine they're able to do it a lot quicker uh, in China where they have government support versus uh, the U.S. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with everyone. The other thing is that the labor laws are very different in China. So your your ability to move fast and to amass the amount of labor that you need to do something, um, you know, at, at a much cheaper cost than in North America, it, it, it makes complete sense to me why they would do that. Yeah. The people in our comments, uh, Gary said parts are, in the uh, parts are in China, and Martin said he agrees. Uh, it's just easier to... Uh, get parts when oh, we're I, there. I never thought of that. That's true. I stupid me. I never thought of yeah, that. That's, that's a very good point. Chain. Yeah. 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 
Sorry, I, I apologize. Anyone that's watching at home, uh, every time we put up a comment in the bottom lower third, it blocks Ryan's face. Sorry. <laughs> oh, now that I know that, bye. <laughs> okay, let's go through the changes, and we will start with the most glaring change, the most controversial change. And you guys, I want you to get. I want to get everyone's opinion. We'll start from. Oh, you didn't have to change the order. <laughs> we'll start I put from myself at the bottom because I'm the one who's doing it. So yeah, okay. We'll start from Ryan. I'll work our <laughs> way down to Dan, um, and 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 the guys on the bottom there. Okay, most glaring change. Tell me, guys, did we need more wood? Ryan, did we need more wood? <laughs> That's what she said. Um, okay, <laughs> I think I think it adds. It adds well to the dash, I think. It, it the way it continues the dash onto the side. We didn't need it, but I think it, you know, it adds to it. Okay. I don't mind it. Uh, Dan, I probably what do you just covered something, anyways. Yeah, I totally agree. And like, we'll see what it looks like with other finishes, and obviously, people are going to cover their own. Uh, but I love how the leading lines, uh, the only thing that I think would make it look better is with the old center console with the lines leading up to the, the screen. Uh, I think that would really finish it, but that's my opinion. Okay. Paul? I, I think it's a lot like uh, you know, Kenny Rogers Roasters. It's the wood that makes it good. <laughs> that's, I think we just got a show title. <laughs> Uh, I, I like it. I, I, I do. I think it looks uh, pretty good. Okay. Uh, uh, Frank, I'm with the with our people in the chat. Uh, Gary, less wood, please. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand the wood on the doors. I don't hate it, but also don't like it, and that's also from Martin. Um, truthfully, I think the only person that was like super excited when they saw this was Tespros because <laughs> yes. of another piece of wrap. <laughs> yes. Um, Honestly, yeah. I'm not a fan of the wood. I think less wood is better. Uh, I have mine wrapped in black, and I think it looks way better now. Uh, honestly, my car can like that. I wrap that instantly. Like, what even do it twice? Yeah. So let's talk about this. So if, if I mean, I know there's only the five of us here, and there's you know people obviously making comments, uh, which most people seem to be not liking it or lukewarm. So speculate i mean is it a cost thing is this the cheapest material for tesla to use like help me understand why they're missing the mark yeah that's the thing that's a good point paul because it's not like they haven't heard everyone complain about the wood for the last three years for for the model three and now they've now i i get it that you know what i actually like the design of how it wraps around but if they change it to like a black or carbon fiber, like the the white interior, how they have it in white, that looks great. I like that in white. I like it in any other color other than the wood finish. This is a, a good uh, comment here. Coding Mark is saying that they, the luxury, bringing up the luxury, and for the longest time, and I don't know if it's true today, it doesn't sound like it is, but for the longest time, wood in your car was considered a luxury item. Yeah. Right? So... Uh, is how could Tesla be off the mark like this then if, if we don't like it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that was just so Buicky or Lincoln-y. And then back in the seventies, remember the station wagons had the wood on it? I know I know Sorry, Franklin, yeah. you'll have to fake look at yeah. yeah, it was fake wood, but like remember that? Like I mean, yeah, that's a vacation I, car. Yes. The uh the uh what's the guy's yeah. name? The, the Jesse Jesse. 
<laughs> do, you, do you think it is them trying to improve their like luxury interior? That's what Mark's. They've done it for a reason. Is. Yeah, right? I can see it. I can see that. Martin also it, brings it, up the point that it might be cost savings. How? Um, oh, maybe. Yeah, who knows? If it's a cheaper material to work with, I don't know if that's true or not, right? But but I have to believe that even though you know they don't have traditional marketing per se, that I, I you know I think that do they do have a lot of marketing people who are you know surveying or trying to understand what it is consumers are looking for uh, in their Tesla. So they've come to a conclusion that this is the standard that they're going to offer. There must be a reason for it. I mean, I'm not sure what it is, but they have a reason. Maybe it's cost. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Be sorry. There's a picture that uh, Drive Tesla Canada tweeted today with a, actually a head-on view, and it actually looks not bad from that side, from that angle. Yeah, I'm trying to get that. Uh, okay, so I have a speak. theory now, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, Tell us. So the Model Y got rid of, they chrome deleted the cars. They got rid of all the chrome. So G was really suffering. So I think G is behind this sidewood to get his business back going. <laughs> uh, just a conspiracy theory. Don't like quote me on it, but I, I think he has something to do with it. It's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that makes sense, eh? Yeah. <laughs> like I think I think that looks terrible, truthfully. Uh, you know what? It also also comes up when when we saw this is now and i hate to say it i hate to bring it up i never I, I i wish and i hope to never say these two words in a podcast ever again and if i do guys call me on it but looking at that picture and i, I apologize for all the audio listeners that, are, that can't see the picture but there's one picture where it's the side of it and it shows where the door with the new trim meets the older existing part of the dashboard the corner of the dashboard and we have panel gaps. <laughs> yeah, there's a definite there's now, a pretty big gap there. Yeah, and I get it. It's supposed to probably be there, but you know how Tesla is synonymous with panel gaps and that whole crap. So I don't know. Like, does this make a difference to you guys? Okay, I'd like to, I'd oh, like to ahead, see yeah. what the white looks like if with the white interior. I'm trying to I'm trying to find uh, where it is with white. Uh, so keep talking. I'll find the white one for you guys. So I'm going to throw something into the mix here. This would change my opinion of it. Um, when I was at the auto show two years ago, I was looking at the EVs that they had, obviously, and the Honda Clarity uh, had something like this, where the side door and the dash are actually connected. But the reason why they were connected is because the dash uh, had like a pipe or like a tube that would send air to the, to the door which would allow them to heat the side windows. So it was like a functional reason why the dash was connected. So I feel like if Tesla extended the AC vents to the side windows, where you can actually like heat up your side windows, especially for us who are in Canada, you guys know uh, frozen windows. Uh, yep. I feel like then it would be like, I would be more uh, accepting of having that as on my car because there's like an actual functional benefit. Uh, if that makes sense? Yeah, if it did. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we, we, we could... I, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but that, that was the one thing I was thinking. <laughs> it's a nutcracker. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's, what, that's what Dan was talking about that Darren had posted. Now, that's a head-on view when you're 
I guess, in the center of the back seat. That's what it looks like. And the panel gaps don't look that bad. <laughs> and, and the wood one on the right hand side. <laughs> yeah, that could be shading too, though. <laughs> and the wood doesn't even look that bad either because that looks like, I don't know. It's just the, uh, You know, I, I don't think it's horrible. No. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll keep this picture that's on. That's not enthusiastic, though. Like, <laughs> you know, you did, having you, something that it's not so horrible isn't as good as, man, that's awesome. Yeah, right? you, weren't, you weren't selling it there, but <laughs> I get what you mean. Okay, moving on to the other, because we, yeah, we, could, we could talk about this <laughs> wraparound dash. Cover this last comment, because we have to. Okay, go uh, ahead. Martin, make sure to lock the doors when you go camping near a lake with beefers <laughs> in it. Okay. <laughs> Martin. Okay. Well, we'll I'll keep this picture up, and I'll just go through some of the other changes that uh, may or may not be noticeable in this picture. Actually, you know what? There's only one thing that will be noticeable: the new, um, the new center console that was in the 21 Model Threes. Yep. Yeah, I know you were saying when you got yours last month, you were hoping that the new yeah. center console was in it. Yeah, with the garage door style opening. Uh, and uh, I hate to tell you, Paul, but it looks very unlikely that yours has the uh, heated steering wheel now I that they officially announced it in uh, in China there. So you can't tell by the steering wheel, but this steering wheel is heated. <laughs> Can you guys see the difference? <laughs> well, I mean, Darren, Darren was saying <laughs> you know, a couple of weeks back that he's pretty confident from what he's, I guess, researched or knows that uh, the recent 2021s, uh, you know, model wise, will have it as well. So I'm going to go with what Darren said because I like the optimism. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Darren's got some good sources. Don't 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 let him fool you. He does. And you know what? F uh, for everyone's sake, that has a 21 that bought in the last few weeks, I, I hope it does because it is. Other than California people. It is a big deal for a lot of people. And I know we talked about it in the, with the last podcast or the one before that it just triggers people, this <laughs> silly little thing of the steering wheel. And I'll, I'll be the first to say, I, I, if, if they told me tomorrow I could get a Y with or without it, I'd obviously take it with heated uh, steering wheel, but it's not the end of the world for me. But with that said, I'd take it. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. So the heated steering wheel. Go ahead. Sorry, can I ask a controversial question? As long um, as it's not personal. Okay. Do you think at some point in time Tesla's going to have to batch up all of these improvements and have an annual model uh, version, right? And, and this was really accentuated by the boombox um, feature or lack thereof with the last release with the .48, right? So um, I can understand. I can see people getting frustrated that they're buying a 2021 and the 2021 from two weeks from now is going to be different than their 2021. Right? You know, you know what I, you know what I say to that, Paul? Yeah. These are tough, tough luck. These are spoiled Tesla people because, and, and I say that with all due respect and the love of every Tesla person, with the exception of some people that drive like idiots. But I say that with full respect, but I, I really mean it because we're the only ones, Tesla owners or, or drivers are the only ones that can get that kind of self-entitled attitude. Any other car manufacturer, like you said, they have model years. And if it has it, it has it. I got a a 20, I don't know why I keep bringing this up in, in all my podcasts. I don't trust me. I don't intentionally try to bring up my gas car, guys. Let's just say I have a gas car from 2019. He loves it. No, I don't I love it, but the, it. but it's a 2019, <laughs> and the next year it came out, it was identical. The only difference is it had a Apple CarPlay. 
did I lose my shit over it? Uh, sorry, my my I don't know. I didn't, but I mean, I could have I could have definitely used it. My wife wishes it had Apple CarPlay. I went into Toyota and I said, "Can can you guys upgrade it?" They're like, "No, we can." This and that, and even though they're anyways. This is not a Toyota podcast, <laughs> but my point is is that That's I what think I, I my point is I think that um, we're just getting spoiled about it. Like uh, we have it so good as it is compared to the other manufacturers and other and I guess the rest of the world that buys the other manufacturers' cars and don't have that kind of luxury, I guess you could say, for lack of a better word, to to have these changes all majority of the changes in software. You put out a video a couple days ago, uh, Paul, of all, all the changes that happened in, in 2020. How many cars, yeah, how many, <laughs> how many cars can say, how many other manufacturers can say that they upgraded their 2018s and 2019s and 2020s from January to December? Like, you, you can't. Yeah. But, but my point being like with hardware, right, like this, um, you're, Tesla's going to get backlash. They have oh, yeah. backlash and they will continue to. And to be honest with you, right, as somebody who right, exactly. uh, has a Model Y that's a month old, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm, you know, is, does it change the way I feel about Tesla? No. Am I a little bit perturbed that, you know, I missed a heated steering wheel or a console redesign by a month? <laughs> and I have well, a 2021 and it's a 2021? We don't I'm know little, if it's a month. I'm though. a little perturbed. We don't know if it's a month there yet, Paul. It could be six months. Yeah. Would you have waited six months? If you... No, I, no, no. I mean, look, like in totality, if you look at the vehicle, you know, I'm, I'm exceptionally happy with my Model Y, right? Uh, but at the same time, I mean, humans don't always react with um, a tremendous amount of, of intellect sometimes. It just becomes emotional. Tell me about it. <laughs> so I, what I'm saying is I can understand the emotional argument. Definitely. So I'm with uh, Coding Mark. He said Tesla treats their hardware like software, iterative releases. Uh, I kind of like the approach that they make. And the reason why it makes a lot of sense, uh, at least as a consumer, if I'm in the market of buying a Tesla, the car I'm going to buy today is the absolute best car they have for me. Uh, so it doesn't matter that... Uh, you know, it's August and the new the new batches are supposed to come out in October. I'm ready. I can buy the car today knowing I'm going to get the best thing available, right? So for me, I think that's a positive in their favor. Uh, obviously, there's the negative like yourself where you could have bought the car today and uh, who knows? It could be next week. They start rolling off the new Ys off the line, right? And it does suck. That's right. But that's why I'm saying like, that is could be at least a perception problem or some kind of problem, right? Like it's... It, it does, it's, but there's a lot of advantages. I, I get the advantages. It, I'm a tech guy. I totally understand the advantages. Most people are not tech people, right? But and, you, and I think yeah, I think here's the here's the other thing to keep in mind, right? Uh, you and I we follow Tesla religiously. Uh, there's a lot of people that are buying Teslas. Like I have a lot of friends who have Teslas now who are not involved in the community, not involved in Twitter. Uh, they have no idea what like oh cool my car got an update. Like they have no idea what's coming. They don't follow it like us. So if even if Tesla comes out with this amazing new hardware improvement that they missed out by a month, chances are they're not going to know about it because a lot of the people that aren't the hardcores aren't following mm -hmm. it like we are, right? There's not too many people who are saying, oh, uh, the, the car well, went... 
Judging by the number of YouTube channels now, I'd say that most of the buyers are hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I don't know about that argument, Franklin. No, speaking, I, I know what you're saying. YouTube channels, real quick, I just want to give a quick plug. Coding Mark actually started one. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, so definitely check it out. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, he has really good quality videos already. So Cool. Better than, better than me, so check him out. Now, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, with, with this discussion, because it just <laughs> believe it or not, there's still more features on the the Chinese-made Tesla Model Y that I, I want to talk about. Uh, but while you bring up that topic, Franklin, of normal people like your buddy and stuff, and I just had a buddy on on um, on the on the thirtieth get his Tesla too, and he's a normal guy. He wasn't into Tesla before. I don't know how much he'll be into it. Um, our buddy Brian from I1 Tesla did a video last week talking exactly about that, basically about what he wants to see uh, better. And, and I think uh, Marquez Brownlee did a, a similar video, what Tesla needs to improve on. And service was one, and uh, the fit and finish was another one. And Brian mm -hmm. brings, brings up a good point in terms of, you know what, we're all – you know, uh, early adopters and Tesla fanboys and stuff like that. And uh, we get annoyed by the little fit and finish things uh, here and there. Some of us uh, more than others, and some of us uh, reject our deliveries and stuff like that, and some didn't. But as this gets more popular, which Tesla's already are, as we see it, and it gets more into the mainstream and normal people, and I say, and this is lending a, a boring term from Brian, because let's face it, we're not normal car people we're tesla people but as more normal people start buying these cars they're gonna they're tesla either has to pull their socks up and 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 fix a lot of the stuff that they're uh, lacking in right now or they're gonna suffer uh, because the word of mouth for the these normal people uh if it's bad publicity or bad uh, comments it's it's it, it's gonna hurt them down the road i feel like uh that's the big thing that video uh, brian i want tesla brian i want tesla's video is really good yeah, I feel like the stuff that's going to hinder them more so than the hardware, it's uh, communication and uh, service. Service, yeah. Yeah, those are the two things that's going to hurt them, right? Uh, the we're early adopters. We pay a premium, and we all accept more faults than others. Uh, but uh, other people aren't going to be as receptive. And I don't think someone's going to say, oh, uh, you know, I got my car. I should have got my car two weeks later for a heat, heated steering wheel. I think they're going to say, hey, my car's in service for six months. I can't talk to anyone at Tesla, and there's no one to call. No one wants to help me, and I'm at the mercy of a service center who's basically I'm SOL, right? Um, and I feel like that's uh, – you bring a good point. I feel like that's the biggest aspect where Tesla is failing is definitely communication. Um, and I guess it kind of falls into the whole, whole hardware upgrades too uh, because if they communicated better, but at the same time, you don't want to – if you're in Tesla's position, you don't want them to say, hey, uh, we're coming up with this new improved car, wait two weeks, yeah. right? Uh, so yeah. it's it's tricky, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, anyone else want to say anything else about it before we just touch on a couple other things uh, that in the Model Y? Dan, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, You got about a six-second delay. Ryan, do you want to say anything or do you want to continue? I'll just... Uh... I'll go ahead, continue. Just with the customer service, I had a friend who recently had a delivery and had an awful experience. Uh, I'm not sure if that had anything to do with uh, them trying to push the 500,000 deliveries, uh, but he could have walked away, but he's obviously a Tesla fan and held with it. But if that kind of customer service stays forward, then they're going to have a hard time with normal people. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, my my buddy that picked it up in Niagara Falls, he said it was flawless. And I said to him, it's funny. I said to him before. I said, I told him about the checklist and everything. I said, I said, are you very picky about panel gaps and like the little things lining up? And he goes, Yeah, damn it, I am. I'm like, Oh God, oh no. Oh. I said, Is it too late to not get a Tesla? <laughs> but he said it was perfect. He got well, he, he got an SR Plus Model Three, and he said it was perfect. That was my experience because when I got mine, uh, it was like every week they're like, "Oh, the company's going to bankrupt. They have to produce five thousand. All the cars are coming off the line. They have massive panel gaps." So I brought the checklist to the delivery of mine, and I went through. And my car was like perfect. There was nothing really to complain about. And I was like, "Wow, this is great." Um, actually, no, my glove box was popping out, which they had a recall early on, but uh, mm-hmm. that was the only thing. So I can't complain too much, right? Oh, my, my glove box said that too. Yeah. But you hear a lot of, well, we had the same batch, right? Yeah. yeah. But you hear a lot of stories of people having bad experiences like Dan's friend and they have to fix it, right? And you know what? You know, we, we're in the Tesla verse and we are encompassed by this day in and day out. But you know what? I, I run and I don't frequent them as much as I frequent the Tesla ones. But I run some other Facebook groups that are other manufacturers like Hyundai and um, uh, Chrysler and, and stuff like that. Toyota. No, I actually I don't run a Toyota one, thank God. But I, I do belong to one. Um, and I, every now and then I go in there and I see uh, the same kind of problems we have and we and our uh, members and, and users and owners gripe about. They're griping about too. So – it's not just a Tesla thing. I think we see it as a bigger thing and maybe we embellish it a little bit. I don't know. Or, or we try to sweep it under the rug a little bit more. Some people say the fanboys uh, do, but I like to think the guys here on the panel that I've talked to you guys and uh, on and off um, social media, we're pretty much, I think it's safe to say we're pretty much fair level-headed people. We, we say what's good about Tesla, but at the same time, if they screw up, we say what's bad about them too. So, okay, we've talked about the Model Y long enough. Uh, Biodefense mode is coming to the Model Y. Uh, I said the heating steering wheel, right? Yep. Uh, what else? Oh, now, now I'm drawing blanks. The the center console. There's a one one other big thing that I'm missing. Help me here, guys. There's one other thing. Anyways, when I when I remember it, uh, it's coming. Oh, the price change. Uh, they knocked the price huge off in China to what when they first had it on the designer page uh, in in uh, China to when they're actually now selling them. They knocked apparently, and I don't know how this equates, but the equivalent of 30,000 Canadian off it, which is like 20,000 uh-huh. American. But apparently they're able to do that uh, because they want to bring in line more with the competition that's in China, like the uh, Neos and stuff like that in China, that, that if they hadn't brought it, Apparently, if they hadn't brought it closer and more competitive to those uh, competitors, uh, they wouldn't have been in the same realm. So they brought it down, and uh, I don't know if they're losing much on that. Uh, but I guess with a hundred thousand reservations in ten hours, I can't I can't see them losing stuff. It's it's amazing, Franklin. Whenever you mute yourself, there, there's this background hum i don't know if anyone else if the listeners can hear it but it totally goes away and i think for a split second till i look at the screen i think i've lost you guys because i hear nothing out of my headphones <laughs> but it just goes to show you the other guys are in such quieter rooms 
<laughs> Moving on. No, no, it, I, I didn't. I didn't bring it up in a, in a bad way. If if it came out the wrong way, I, I I wasn't trying to say that. But let's get on to our our last and final topic, and then we'll uh, have some fun after that. Not that we're not having fun, but um, you guys ever heard of the the uh, uh, the car before this one? Uh, oh, the Tesla Model Y. Yeah, sorry, I have the Y on the brain. I totally ruined that joke. <laughs> Tesla uh, Model S. You guys heard of the Tesla Model S, the old thing? Uh, you guys heard about the refresh, the rumored refresh and everything? Well, it may be coming to pass. Uh, there's some pictures and there was a, even a small video. Uh, I think the guy's name is Ryan. He's got a YouTube channel called Kilobyte or the Kilobytes or something like that on YouTube. He, he, took, he was driving behind. Oh, first it passed him and then he made a U-turn. Of course, this is in California. It had manufactured plates on it. He turned around and uh, took a couple shots of it with his uh, dash cam and his uh, cell phone. And here it is. If you guys are watching at home, here's a picture of it, the, the, the famous picture. Now, it's said to be wider, and the uh, fenders are flared out a little bit more to maybe possibly be the, the plaid motor or the plaid mode uh, Model S. Before I go any further, before I talk about this anymore, do you guys chime in whenever you want? Do you guys see any difference? <laughs> I don't know the Model S enough other than getting it for a loaner every now and then. I don't study it that much. So I don't so, notice the difference. Do you guys notice any difference? It's not just you. I was actually reading this on Reddit, and the number of people who are commenting, like, how do you know this is the plaid? How do you, what, what's the difference? Uh, unless you have them side by side, it's extremely hard to actually tell the difference. Yeah. It, it is okay. wider, but unless you have them side by side, it's almost impossible to tell. Okay. Okay. Cool. So it's, it's not just me. I, I can see the rims are different. Those have more arachnid rims. And when I say different, they could just be the arachnid rims. Um, but apparently this is rumored to, to be the, the new one. But you know what? Could, could it not just be that they know they're going to be putting this out on California roads as a as testing vehicle? Could they not just have put the original shell of a mo original Model S over top and everything under the hood, so to speak, for lack of a better word, and inside the interior could be different, like uh, just for testing? These, these leaks for companies, whether it's Apple or Google or whomever, um, are you know, free marketing, right? free advertising. Absolutely. Uh, right. So I, I, this could very well be the refresh. I don't know. I don't know the S well enough. Uh, I think that a lot of the big differences for the S and X refresh are probably going to be on the interior and the design language is probably going to be closer to the Y and three than what the S and X have today. Uh, so it could be that there's subtle changes to the body, but big changes on the inside and we can't see the inside. So <laughs> someone had a uh, single screen. Go ahead, Dan. There was a picture from right behind uh, the car was right in front of it. And I guess someone kind of zoomed in and may have seen a horizontal screen, like just a reflection of one. I'm scrolling down to see anymore. I don't know if I think it was on Twitter somewhere. Okay, okay. Well, the, the, here's what you're talking about, Franklin. Here are the side by sides. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's hard to really tell unless they are. Like obviously, rings and stuff like that are different, but yeah, and the Chrome delete. Yeah, and Chrome delete, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Even the, if they the don't diffuser. change the yeah, the diffuser. If they don't change the the 
outside the exterior too much other than the Chrome Delete. And I think I think it's safe to say all the cars are going to Chrome Delete now. Now that Tesla's woken up and realized it's 2021 and nobody likes Chrome anymore. And they've gone to the matte black. Yeah, like Paul says, I have a feeling that majority of the stuff is going to happen on the interior. It's it's you know what? I put out a video a few weeks ago uh, talking about the Model S uh, potential refresh at the time when the rumor was or not even it wasn't even rumor. It was a letter from from Tesla saying that uh, to all his employees that was leaked about the uh, the line shutting down for SNX for like two three weeks and it's going to open back up January 11th, which is next yeah a week from today. A week from tomorrow. And so many people said, oh, you don't know that. Uh, one person said, oh, I work at a Toyota plant. We always shut down the line around Christmas time. Uh, you're, 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 you're reading too much into this, too much into that. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. I, I, I was never saying it's a sure thing. But it's from what I know of Tesla and the track record of when they do shut down for uh, regular maintenance here or there, they've never shut down for a two, three-week period. Never, especially but, especially when they're trying to put out numbers like this. I, you know, again, as a betting person, I would say they're likely retooling during this downtime. That that'd be my guess. Yeah, it's it's. I don't want to say it's common sense. It's a no-brainer, but I can't think of another word, better way to phrase it. But it's the writing's on the wall. I mean, I don't know if the people that are arguing with me uh, a few weeks back if they were just resistant to change or they didn't want to change or they just didn't want, I don't know. I, I don't know. As, as the owner of also own a model X, as you know, and I, you know, the, I would love to have the uh, horizontal screen. Like just the other day I was at a supercharger and I was trying to watch Netflix on that vertical screen. It was, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, I, like, I, for one, would really welcome the similar design language as the Y and 3 in the S. one screen? I, I would still like to have, and, and rumor has it that it'll still have a driver's binnacle. You know, right? It, yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's really important um, myself. I mean, I, I would love to have that in the Y, you know, or 3. <laughs> kind of like the Mach-E a little bit, right? See how they did it in the Mach-E? I mean, yeah. You know, See, it's funny because of uh, like what I, for my personal use case, having one screen off to the right uh, makes a world of difference to me. So I really hope the Plaid S has a single screen, and I'll actually cancel my Cybertruck order and go with it instead. Uh, but it's the single screen that makes like a world of difference to me. So I actually really, really hope that they go like full out three and Y on the S and X re internal uh, interior refresh. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I, I think they will. I, I don't see why they won't. I, I have a feeling they will, just like Paul says, but they'll also keep the, the center part instrument panel just as more of a – because remember, they're higher-end cars, right? More yes. luxury and stuff like that. Would you – being an owner of, a, of an X, Paul, if the refresh came out this week or whenever, doesn't matter when it comes out, but when if it came out and it looked awesome and it was just an interior, would you think of trading in? Uh, well, you know, if I had more bags of money, I swear. Oh, well, I, I, <laughs> I, can, I, would, I can get Franklin to give you some bags of money. Okay, if you could do um, a retrofit, would you do it? A retrofit? Oh, no, I wouldn't have to retrofit. But anyhow, I'm, I have another commitment, so I have to drop. Uh, thank you very much for having me again, Dax. Thank um, you, Paul. Thank you very much for having us. We're, before you go quickly, uh, yeah. in, in 10 seconds or however long until you have to go, where can people find you? 
Oh, uh, YouTube. Uh, so youtube.com slash Tesla connect Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Tesla connect just about any social media slash Tesla connect. Watch all his videos, folks. He has some awesome thought provoking, well put together content. He's going to awesome. get 15,000 subscribers this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before we know it, he'll, he'll, he's, he's going to be uh, up see there. Him. I appreciate it, guys. See, see you, Paul. Thanks right. for coming. See you later. Okay. Bye now. And then there was four. <laughs> and now we can all go back to the center of our screens. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So the reason I asked Paul there before he had to go because he's, he's got a Model X. And, uh, I, I have a feeling that the – X might be the least uh, out of the two, out of the S and X, that will get ch any kind of change because it's newer. You know what I mean? And for them to change it exterior and, and redesign all that kind of stuff, I think I mentioned this before, uh, like the Falcon Wing doors and all that, I mean, I can't see them going through that hell. And I can't see them going away from the Falcon Wing doors. That's one of the biggest sellers, uh, selling points of the X. So I don't know. Would you, uh, would you guys buy an S if, if money wasn't an object and it, um, uh, refreshed nicely? Yeah. I think if the, the screen went horizontal, I think definitely. And, and probably it'd be nice if it was actually still integrated into the panel, like it is now just yeah. to differentiate it from the three and the Y. Uh, that would definitely be nice. Who was it? There was somebody on, uh, Tesla that was asking Elon, I forget who it was, some pretty, pretty big, Tesla, uh, Tesla Twitter person on, he he said, "I like the refresh, but just don't put the uh, horizontal screen in there." And I'll, I'm all for it. And then Elon just winked. <laughs> so we, and that's another thing. That's another writing on the wall that we know it's coming. Elon just winked. Like <laughs> I think that was, I think that I think it was Galileo. Oh, it was Galley. Yes, it was Galley. Yes, he. So he doesn't like the horizontal. He likes the vertical layout. So, I don't know. Here, here's my dilemma. Um, so I, when I did my hardware upgrade on my 3, uh, I had that S for the day, and I kind of fell in love with it. Like, I love, I, I had the P85D, and it was fully unlocked, and such a great driving experience. So I've been kind of, like, secretly obsessed with Model S's for the last uh, eight months. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, so I've been actively looking to see if I want to trade my 3. Um, huh. Yeah. The only thing that really throws me off is the screen. I am really adamant. Like, I don't like the the driver one. I know it sounds strange. Like, everyone's like, I want one in front of me. I'm like, no, get, get it out of the way. Yeah. Right? Okay, would you suffice for a HUD? No, I don't want, I don't want anything in front of me. No, really? Eh? Yeah. Well, a HUD you could turn off, can't you? You could, but... Where, where are you saying, Dan? Same thing with Franklin. When I had a loaner, uh, I kept having to... Uh, I got kicked out of autopilot because I wasn't used to looking in the middle <laughs> and I wasn't seeing the notifications. And, uh, you know, you like that, you're just used to that screen on the, on the side there. Well, my, mine's mostly yeah. like, uh, like vision related, right? Cause like lights at night, uh, mm -hmm. bother me in front of me. And, uh, like, I don't know, it's just better not having them. Huh? Okay. Um, that's the end of the, those are the three main, news topics that I wanted to, to bring up. I mean, there, there's other little things, like I said, the whole Apple thing. I think that's died out a lot now. Uh, the new the new headlights that are supposed to be coming. Oh, maybe that's one of the things that I forgot, the headlights. There's still one thing I, I know I forgot on the why that I can't think of right now. But uh, we're going to 
take this point of the the podcast to move on to um, just stories that we as, as we end off. We usually try to end off the week. We're going to save our questions and user questions unless anyone has any in the court in in the chat. Do you notice anything? I've been Franklin? keeping up with it, and I've been like okay getting them all involved. As well. Okay, perfect. So. We'll we'll save those for next uh, episode. Uh, we're just going to talk about what we do. Well, we try to do basically every podcast. Just talk about. Our little personal, and it doesn't have to be personal, but like little things that we've done over the past week or two weeks, or it could even be like like Dan's never been on the show before, so it doesn't have to be recent. It could be something happened a year ago when he first got his car. Just a little Tesla story that it doesn't even have to be Tesla story it related. It could just a little story that you know bring us back down to earth and keep us uh, you know well centered with Tesla or or life in general with what's going on in the world. Anybody uh, have anything for the cause? Uh, I, I do, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to start? Sure. Uh, so okay. Driving along. You're going full my... screen right now. <laughs> okay. Driving along in my wonderful city with the highest insurance rates in Ontario. Um, Canada. And, uh, yeah, probably highest insurance rates across Canada. Um, you know, just driving along, and there's a reason why our insurance rates are high because of the mass amount of accidents and insurance fraud and uh i have autopilot on and the person in front of me decides to slam on their brakes with absolutely no one in front of them so a hundred percent they want me to rear end them uh and thankfully autopilot is quick to uh adapt and break and obviously i didn't hit them and i honk my horn because that's the you know the thing to do and i couldn't fart that fart at them because i don't have the boom box upgrade but uh, yeah, autopilot saved me from an accident. <laughs> wow! Did did you? Is there any repercussion? Could you get the license plate and send that to the local authorities or anything like that? I have no idea. No. Truthfully, the I talked to uh, local authorities about uh, different things, and they basically told me uh, if I want to waste my time going to court as a eyewitness, uh, basically that's the best they can do. But. Because you got perfect dash cam footage of that, right? Like, I mean, a hundred percent. But you know, it is what. It okay, is. without giving out a plate, and I mean, I don't even see an issue with giving out a plate. It's a public service. But anyone that may be living in your city, can you give the make and model and description of the car? I could, yeah. But I take it you don't want to. <laughs> No, no, I'm not going to. Okay. Okay. Honestly, like... It would be a public service. It may, be, it may save some Brantonian so, in the future of <laughs> having a bad day. I've been tempted to start a YouTube channel called Branton Drivers and just getting clips from people <laughs> that I drive around with Autopilot and just submitting it up online. Like, but it, that would go viral. There's no law against posting people's place that are driving out in public doing stupid things as far as I'm aware. So No, no, I don't I don't I don't think there is. So I mean I was thinking about it, I'm like I'm so tempted. <laughs> every day I go driving out in my city, I see the like I'm telling if we talk about bad drivers, I can give you stories to no end. Now, to be fair, and I'm not disagreeing with you, there's a reason Brampton has the highest uh, insurance rates in the country. I know this for a fact. Don't argue with me. I know this for a fact. But to be fair, driving or drivers in Everybody Southern Ontario. That. Yeah, everyone knows that. But drivers in Southern Ontario, I'd say in the past five years, have gotten 
terrible. Like, and, and you know what? I, I've heard stories uh, online of people saying, Oh, and, those are people from Brampton driving around Southern Ontario. <laughs> no, I was going to say that I've heard people <laughs> from like L.A. or New York or, you know, insert any state or, or city into what saying that they have the worst drivers. And you know what? And I mean, I'll say I went to and this is not taking anything away from the, the town or sorry, the, the state or or the people. But when I was down just few months back before the pandemic i was down in in florida with the family <sighs> buddy let me tell you i was doing above the speed limit and people were flying by me like i was standing still and not just flying by me weaving in and out like four lanes of traffic like they were like in a nascar race uh, uh, I, it was terrible i know you feel i can show you close around doing like you know 130 <laughs> 135 140 in 100 and there's people on my ass trying to like swerve around me because they're angry and going too slow. And I'll be like the slowest car on our local highway going 30 over. Yeah. It, it's, it's insane. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. This, this isn't my story, but I. Sorry. Sorry. While, I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. I'm saying that while you're on the topic of doing that, this isn't my story, but I'll add uh, we had a winter snowstorm uh, last week here in southern Ontario and I was going to work. Uh, and it was like five, six o'clock in the morning. No one else is on the road. There's one lane, the center lane. It wasn't even the fast lane. The center lane that had, it was clear. All the other lanes had snow covered. And we had just finished passing a snow, uh, a, a snow plow convoy. So everyone had sped back up and people were trying to, and even though it was wet and it was a clear lane, I probably shouldn't have been doing more than 60 or 70, but I was doing 80. And I was in the middle lane, and there's this guy right on my ass flashing me. And I'm not even in the fast lane because I don't, I'm not one of those drivers that drive in the fast lane unless I have to, right? To pass the passing lane, sorry, the passing lane. And he's flashing me. I'm like, buddy, there's the passing lane. Feel free to go around because I know it's snow covered and he's not even going to dare. So he just had to stay behind me. But it's like, that's just a typical example. That's when you slow down. Yeah, and I don't want to be that guy either. So it was just I I I know where you're coming from. Dan, do you got a story for us? Yeah, this is actually a recent one. Uh, I was in my driveway putting in the uh, custom uh, uh, boombox sounds, and my neighbor rolls up, and I tell him, "Hey, I got a new horn." And just a look <laughs> on his face, like I didn't even tell him about the sound. Just the mere fact that your car has a new horn um, just blew his mind. Yeah. So obviously, you know, other car owners don't appreciate that. But then I played the, uh, I guess one of the ones that are going around is the uh, Move It song. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I played, that, I played that for him and he got kicked out of it. <laughs> I don't know if, if you did that intentionally or YouTube did that, but just as you were describing the song you played, it sort of, your voice sort of broke up. <laughs> so I don't know if you were censoring yourself, but I think I know the song you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan. You got a story for us, and you can make one up if you don't. Who, me? <laughs> well, mine, mine's along the same lines as uh, yours and um, Franklin's. Uh, it's to do with the Canadian weather. So <laughs> um, the, the same the same fall you talked about, like the first one we had, um, I was driving across Highway 7, and where I am in Whitby, as you're driving along, there's a certain part of the road that breaks into two lanes. So I was behind a guy in an SUV and he was driving really slow. So I figured as soon as the um, the road split, 
I would go in the right lane and I'd pass him. So as soon as I did that and I started to speed up beside him, I realized the lane wasn't plowed, but I was already beside him. So I was at that moment, I had no snow tires on and I was terrified and I was trying to pull ahead of him and the guy sped up. Like he didn't want to let me in. And I honest to God thought I was going to end up in a ditch. And eventually after spraying him with tons of snow, he let me in. But I was, that was the closest call I've had to almost like running into the gutter with my car. Wow. Is it, it, do you have snow tires on now? Because that's what I took from this oh, story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, you know, the car, it, the car handled well. Like I felt it like move a little. Yeah, just there's a little delay there with Ryan, Ryan and us. Uh, but yeah, Ryan, if anyone at home, Ryan's got a rear wheel drive just like Franklin. Actually, all of us, we all have the, the single motor rear wheel drive. So no, am I right, Dan, or do yeah. you have the performance? Why do no, no, Why do not. I keep thinking you have the performance? I've asked no, you. No, I wish. I wish. Yes, yes. Okay. Now my story. I hate to say it, it isn't Tesla related, but it has to. It's a Toyota story. No. It it is uh, it is snow related, but it's more it's more speaks volumes of today's society and maybe what's going on in the world. And I could say I could say that it's where I live or the province or the country I live. But I I'd like to think that it's worldwide. We're all stressed out from this this pandemic and what's going on, what's been going on for so long. Long story short, uh, like I said. It's, Un unrelated to Tesla, I was trying to sell. I've had it in my garage, this small snowblower I've had for probably like three years or even longer than that. My mom had it, and she never used it. She gave it to me. I used it a couple of times and I just never used it. I ended up buying a um, an electric snowblower, which is much better, quieter. Uh, this thing, even though it worked good, it just by the time I finished uh, using it in the wintertime, I come in and I smell like gas, like, like the gas fumes was nauseating and I have to have like three showers just to get it out, out of off my skin and off my clothes and everything. So I never use it. So long story short, I wanted to sell it. I'm like, I haven't started it up in a year or two. It's gas. I don't know if it's all gummed up and everything. So I didn't even try to start it. I put it on there, took a couple pictures. I put it up on a Facebook marketplace for a hundred bucks, like nothing. It's like, basically I'm giving it away and I just want to get it out of my garage. In I kid you not, in 15 minutes, I had over 30 people saying, I'll buy it, I'll buy it, I'll buy it, I'll come pick it. And this is like 10 o'clock at night. I'll come pick it up now. I'll come. I'm like, I had, to, I had to say that it was sold. I had to change the listing to sold because it was getting too much. I was going to bed and I didn't want to be up all night with a ding, 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 ding on my phone. So I woke up the next morning and I went in order. I want to be fair, right? I went in order and this one guy said he wanted it. And I said, okay. And then I, I heard nothing from him. And, and then other people, I sort of ordered it in line. And I said, I went back to the original guy. I said, buddy, okay, I'm going to give you an hour. Uh, let me know if you want it. Get back to me. And then I said to the other guy in line, I said, listen, I've given the guy ahead of you an, an hour. If he doesn't want it, uh, it's yours. Hour pass. I gave him actually more than an hour. Hour pass. He didn't respond. So I went on to the next guy. And I told that guy, sorry, I, I'm trying to be fair. I'm moving on. Never heard back from him. Second guy, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Uh I live, <laughs> hate to say it, this is where the story ties into snow and everything. He lived in, in uh, where Franklin lives. Uh, and he said he can't make it out. Uh, he's going to borrow a, a, a little box trailer. 
uh, off his neighbor, but his neighbor has a trailer up north and he won't bring it back till Tuesday. I'm like, I really want it out of my garage, but you know, I'll wait. I'll be fair. I said, just give me a deposit so I can, so I, I'm not wasting my time and come Tuesday. You don't want it anymore. Give me a deposit. Uh, he's like, sure. No problem. I said, okay, just, uh, EMT me the money, email transfer me the money, uh, the deposit. He goes, what? He didn't know what, uh, email tra money transfer was. So I'm like, okay. He goes, you can, he goes, uh, if you're in Brampton, you can come pick it up. I'm like, no, I'm not in Brampton. I'm not coming all the way. Brampton for me is about half an hour distance. And I wasn't willing to drive that. I had too much stuff to do today. So back and forth, back and forth. I even made arrangements to see if I could get a friend of mine. I put him, I, I tried not to put him out, but I said, I realize he lives five minutes away from this guy. I said, can you go and pick up the money from me, for, from him for me, uh, just Which so I could hold it? So let's go across the city and go pick up. Yeah, I, 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 I involved other people. Long story short, it never worked out. And I was doing this majority of the day from like lunch, lunch hour afterwards. And, and it, he was supposed to give me the address, like, like commit to say like, yeah, I'm going to, because I didn't want my friend to leave his house and show up at this guy's house. And he didn't know. So he never got back to me. So. I finally said, I moved on to the third guy. I talked to my wife and, I, and she's like, yeah, don't put up with that. She goes, get it out of the house or get it out of the garage. So I moved on to the third guy and I sent the other second guy an email saying, you know what, buddy, I really want it to be uh, easy, but this is getting too complicated and you're not getting back to me in time. I'm trying to be patient. I'm trying to work with you and everything. And um, it's just not working out. I'm going to move on to the next guy. Sorry. And then I moved on to the third guy and the third guy within half an hour, it was out of my garage, money in hand, done. So I sit back down and I get this long, I showed it to you, right, right Franklin? Yeah. And I'll send it to you guys later. And I don't want to put it on, on YouTube. And, and it I, was very I, lovely. It, oh, it really showed his appreciation the for guy, you selling it to someone else. The guy just lost his mind and started saying that I was mentally ill and crazy. <laughs> and I was, oh, like, it, like, when I read it, I showed it to my wife and she's like, what is wrong with him? I said, this is society today and people are under a lot of stress and under a lot of pressure and the holidays just passed. I said, I get it to some extent. And I emailed him, I not emailed, I responded back to him and I said, buddy, I feel sorry for you. I'm glad I'm not doing the deal with you anymore. But uh, I tried to be professional. I tried to be patient with you, but you're showing your true colors now. Like this is uncalled for. Like, there's no need to be like that, right? For a hundred dollar <laughs> snowblower. I mean, I get it. I get it. It was a deal, but but it just the reason I bring this up, like I said, has nothing to do with Tesla. It's just we're all under a lot of stress these days, and I get it with with everything going on in the world. I wouldn't even. I can't even say in our country or in our province or in North America, in the world. So I get it. So if if I could like leave everybody with a little bit of something, just try to be. We we're all whatever stress you're going through, and if you have any mental illness, or start to it because I can get it. Like you know, a lot of the experts have said after this is all done, there's going to be a lot of uh, mental illness going on in our society and all around the world. And it's true, there will be. And I don't know if this is uh, showcasing it. Just this little example of of my day. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe he's always like this, um, just to fly off the handle. But just be kind and and you know, understanding to one another because we we need to all stick together to get through this. There was something else I saw on Twitter today that I sent to some of you guys of this lady in an elevator 
with this delivery person that didn't have a mask fully on properly. And she was losing her mind in the elevator. And she like banging the glass. Oh, like, like I yeah, said, we it's have to all stick together. We do. It's like, yeah. we have, we'll get through this. this. By the way, and put it for FSD Beta Canada. Because if you take it out of context, it sounds great. Oh yeah, yeah, do that, <laughs> and and that's it. I, I don't mean to end on a sober, uh, on a sad note, or a disappointing note, or any or negative note, or anything like that. But that I just wanted to bring that guys that up to you guys to just say, you know, in closing, just we're gonna get through this. We're I, I don't want to say the lights at the end of the tunnel, or we're almost over it because we still have a long way to go with with the vac vaccines and stuff like that. But uh, whether whatever you think feel about the vaccines, and I don't want to get political here, but. We'll get through it. Just be patient. And uh, we should be here next week um, on the same channel. If nothing else happens, if this guy doesn't find out where I live and kill me in my sleep or something or run me off the road. <laughs> or maybe he was the same guy that was brake checking you. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. Frankly, no, yeah. Or his neighbor. <laughs> uh, it's, it's bad. Like, it, to just give you an idea, my insurance rates, uh, the average insurance rate in my city I last looked it up was seven hundred dollars higher than the average of second place in Ontario. Yeah, which is but, which is Markham. Yeah, I'm, like it's a drastic difference. It's insane. Yeah. And you know what? I could buy it, another car with the it has, money I could save on insurance. And it all has to do with risk assessment. That's all it has to do. You could say insurance companies are are brutal, and you know maybe you might have a, a, a an argument for some situations, but. For them to charge you more because you live in a certain city is not discriminatory. It's not, they're not discriminating against you. It's not biased or anything like that. It has to do with statistics. Insurance, that's why insurance runs. Insurance runs, it's, it's statistic based and risk assessment. I've been ticket free, accident free. Well, hopefully, with uh, Tesla insurance. Yeah, but the only problem with Tesla insurance is they want to monitor your driving habits. And uh, we all know we have nice cars, and every now and then, you know, we we get a nice open road and stuff like that. I just wonder, in the long run, if that's going to be a, a a negative or a detriment to us, because we're all—I mean, we can say we're good drivers, and we are. But autopilot like, most of the time, then. Yeah, I do. I do. Do you use autopilot all the time, Brian? Seven seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Well, we'll end it off on that. We're uh, at the hour 30 mark plus. Uh, thanks for watching. Guys, um, Ryan, before we uh, – we'll start at the top and before – because I know the way your connection is. Where can people find you, Ryan? Count to seconds. Count to seconds. Um, anything Nerds for Hire. So nerdsforhire.com. <laughs> uh, YouTube forward slash Nerds for Hire. Um, Twitter uh, handles at Nerds for Hire. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let this deter you. No, no. This is this this is. I, I like I said. I have a feeling it has to do with the car. But um, uh, in case like I no, I did mention it. Uh, Dan has a up and coming YouTube channel. Dan, you want to tell us what the name of your channel is and where people could find you? It's uh, Northern Tesla. I actually looked and there's now just two Northern Teslas. Uh, on, on the top one with the uh, red background. Yeah. And then on Twitter, uh, Northern underscore Tesla. Yeah. And like I said, noon up and coming, but he has some great, great content, folks. So uh, as you're listening to this, if you haven't done so already, stop what you're doing. Like he said, he gave you a description, Northern Tesla. Go subscribe to him. He puts out content that's very, very good. Like like uh, Franklin said, he did that uh, Polytopia. Is that the name of it? 
Polytopia. Yeah. Danny, um, for the high score. I played twice. Actually, played twice today. <laughs> no, like, do you want to go for a high score on the leaderboard? That's my goal. Yeah. That's my intention. Yeah. Okay. okay. Look for me. I'll be there in the next, within this year at some point. I'll be on the top. Yeah. It's a good game. Like, it doesn't look like much at first, but it's, you actually get into it. It's really good. Well, yeah. It's addictive. Yeah, well, there's a where, lot to it. Where can people find you, Franklin? I'm not, I don't want to shout out myself. Uh, go check out Coding Mark on Twitter and check him out on YouTube, his new YouTube channel. And that's, make sure to check out Jordan Tesla's. That's uh, nice. Yeah. Two channels to, for you guys to go. This is not homework, but I guess it is homework. Stop what you're doing. Write these down and go uh, support two good up-and-coming channels. And, of course, last but not least, uh, if he doesn't want to do it, he's done it for me so many weeks in a row, so I will do it for him. Mother Frunker, Mother Frunker, Tesla Mother Frunker on anything. He's got a Tesla channel, obviously, that does very well, and he brings out very good instructional, beneficial, uh, thought-provoking videos and episodes. So go check him out. Thank him very much for he, without a doubt, he's a, uh, the number one person that helps me out on these podcasts. So I know I thank you, but sometimes I don't thank you enough without him. I couldn't do this. I couldn't talk to you guys, get to topics while keeping an eye on the chat and stuff. I don't know how, how guys that do it on their own, do it. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, so that's what Franklin does. Uh, so check him out on all the social media platforms. He's very, very active in everything except for Facebook. But speaking of Facebook, that's where I come in, and I, I run the uh, Tesla Model 3 Canadian group, the Tesla Model Y Canadian group. There is a, a, a Cybertruck group that's uh, doing pretty well. It's slow right now because, of course, there's no Cybertruck, not much, at least not much Cybertruck news. I'm waiting for Elon. Elon, tell us, let us know about the final enhancements and little refinements that you did that you promised us over a month ago. We want, we want news on that. And then, of course, when a Cybertruck gets closer to production and, and release, uh, it's going to the site's going to drum up, but get in there now if you can. And, uh, of course, if you're watching this or if you listen to this, you know where to find me on YouTube. Any uh, parting parting thoughts before we head out, guys? Nope. Okay. Thanks very much, folks. We will catch you here. We'll try to do another episode uh, next week. This was episode number 35, I think. Yeah, next week or the week after is going to be their one-year anniversary. Probably the next one. Let's just say it's safe to say the next episode or two will be our one-year anniversary. And uh, we'll do something big for that. Thanks for watching, guys. We will see you later. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>